Oh, hi, munchers. This is your co-host, Michael, reminding you, as I always do, that this podcast does contain spoilers. This week's movie, Black Panther. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Monday Movie Munchy Madness. I'm Nick Owen. I'm joined today by Michael Brown. Michael is froze up. He looks like an antelope in the, in the headlights right now. Munchers, I never freeze. Don't listen to him. Uh, so this week's movie, Black Panther. Oh Nicholas. yeah, well before you get into it, we have another guest host with us today. Oh we do. Third time. Third time, three timer. You saw him, uh, or you heard him during Baby Driver. You heard him during Dunkirk. You're hearing him again, Black Panther. I'm back, Alex Kukas. Thanks for having me back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome to the cast, Alex Kukas. Excited to be back to the cast. Um, let's get right into it. Um, this week, obviously we saw Black Panther, but what did you come in expecting? Uh, we both had me and Michael had an eight point two five between us. Mm-hmm. Average out to an 8.25. Yeah, right. A quad M. I'm sure the statistician calculated that, right? Yeah, yeah flawlessly. Yeah, we um, didn't do our math on our own. Yeah, I was around... I think I was thinking 8, too. Really? Sure. Like, I wanted to say 7, but I just, like... Listening to the soundtrack before the movie, I, I think it made me add another point to it. Yeah, a week of listening to Kendrick as a... Hype man was was pretty good. Yeah, he definitely hyped it up for me. Yeah, that'll have an effect on anyone. Yeah, so eight for sure. Hell of a soundtrack. So, so coming out of the movie, what do you think? Um, did it live up to your <clears throat> hopes and dreams? Yeah, I think I think I expected a different movie. Even and then when I started watching it, I was like, no, obviously it's gonna be like this. Like it's still a children's movie. Like it's still a Marvel movie. Like I thought it was gonna be a little like darker. For some reason. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Just from Fruitvale Station, I guess. Thinking that Coogler would just totally change the movie. Fruitvale Station's pretty dark. Uh, Creed is still kind of dark. Yeah. Uh, but less so. Yeah. Uh, actually, how could Fruitvale Station not be dark? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this one was definitely still Marvel... Uh, comic book movie you know yeah but still like very deep and great yeah yeah very so good what was your score shit oh yeah that was the original question wasn't it so i'd probably give it uh 7.5 okay i think i'm around the same number actually yeah. i was thinking the same area coming yeah. out of it for me it's just a little bit too much force whitaker <laughs> yeah, I also took a point off for Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Did not know he was even in it going yeah. into it. Anytime you get that much Forrest Whitaker, it's just a problem <laughs> for any movie. <laughs> and he wasn't like honestly, that was probably like one of his better roles I've seen him in. But he still was Forrest Whitaker, so yeah, you just see him and you like you think of uh, 
You think of like Rogue One yeah. where he's just miserable. You think of uh... yeah. it just takes me out of the movie immediately. Yeah, exactly. Like no, it's no different than when that cell phone rang right at like the climax of the movie. And someone's yeah. cell phone starts ringing in the theater. It's the same thing when Forrest Whitaker comes onto the screen. Yeah, it really is. It's like, oh, come it's unacceptable. On. Yeah, <laughs> really unacceptable. By the way, I was gonna ask this later, but since you bring this up, mm-hmm. what did? Okay, so the guy's, someone's cell phone rang, and he did not pick it up. Like, it rang, like, four times, yeah. full volume. And it was, like, a house phone ring. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a cell phone ring. It was, like, a classic, like, phone yeah. ring. And I swear I heard a whispered, hello, like, right after, too. Oh, no so, way. anyway, what what was Michael B. Jordan saying in that part? Because I feel like it was, like, a very important part where he, like, when he was dying. Yeah, he was dying. Yeah. it's pretty important. I know, but he said something about, like, how he, like, always imagined Wakanda or something. Like, what was he talking about? Did you guys pick it up? Well, remember when his dad... distracted, too? <laughs> I was a little distracted. It was distracted. Uh-huh. Um, but remember what... I mean, he was talking about, uh, with his dad, about the sunsets in Wakanda. Yeah. I think he was trying to, like, elaborate on, like, why... About, like, the lore of Wakanda for him, you know, like... Seemed like a cool place. That's what I was. And it was like yeah, it was like paradise. Yeah, you know. So like deep down, he actually kind of like thought about what. Yeah, it was like it's like an African paradise. Yeah, Yeah. his dad always told him about this is like just hanging out in the homeland, like the promised land sort of deal, you know. Yeah. Um, And then he was saying he wanted to die. He would rather die than live in chains. Yeah, he, that, he was like, "Bury me at sea because just was like my ancestors line. on yeah. the ships, like I'd rather go overboard and die than live my life in chains." Honestly, I was rooting for Killmonger a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping they'd let him be king for a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was too story. crazy. No, I mean he was a little reckless. Yeah, he, he killed a lot of people. <laughs> he did kill a lot of people. He had all those bumps on him yeah, for every person he killed. Yeah, it's covering him. Yeah, yeah, they show his arm a little bit. They're like, he's got one for everyone he killed. And he takes a shot. And you're like, oh, yeah. this guy's, this guy's been doing a lot of killing. Michael B. Jordan was possibly like the best villain I've seen in all of these Marvel movies. Yeah, really. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I Andy Circus was a really good and villain. Also, exactly. Were two really yeah. good That's what I was gonna say. Movie. Andy Circus might be the second best. Yeah, I just want to see way more of Michael Jordan. Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Yeah. The first half of the movie, like, I was like, where's Michael B. Jordan at? Yeah. But, like, honestly, okay, so when I first, when we first started watching, mm-hmm. like, the beginning to me was a little corny. And, like, they made that, like, antelope and headlight joke. Yeah. And, like, the little sister, like, I didn't understand the little sister character at first. Like, yeah. I thought she was just, like, the sassy little sister. Because like, she's just a tech genius. Like, yeah, she ended up she's being, like, like his cool. Like, yeah, she ended up being yeah. pretty cool. Or was it, at, which one, which one does James Bond have that makes all the stuff? Uh, I think it's Q. Q, yeah. yeah. She's like, it's yeah. Q. Yeah. Definitely the Q. Yeah, the Q character. She was good. But yeah, once Michael B. Jordan showed up and he was in the museum, yeah. like from that point on, I was all about the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. I felt the same way. I think it started a little awkwardly. Yeah. But I also think because they did that because not everyone knows this character as well as you know. Yeah, exactly. Batman, so they, they start with that, uh, that little origin story about yeah. Wakanda and right. about the uh, vibranium and right. before they go into like anything else. Which was exactly the same thing that they did for Wonder Woman. That's right. It was even the same style of animation. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Those, I find those helpful because I'm not, I haven't read all these comic books. Yeah. And I don't know who these characters are. No. 
I think I've owned like two comic books in my whole life. Yeah. I had, had a few. Yeah. One was like the Red and Snippy uh, yeah. first comic book. I think yeah. I still have the first edition. I think I had some Simpsons comic book. Sure. And then a, a Zappos one, a Tony Shea comic book. What? Yeah, when, anyways, that's another story. I'm like, I'm kind of glad though it started off corny like that because going into it, I was like, all right, this is obviously going to be like a political movie, like, because of the director and just the theme of it and how everyone's talking about it. Mm. And, but then, like, like I said, it reminded that beginning reminded me that, like, oh yeah, this is still like a Marvel movie and there's like kids here, like, it's it's primarily designed to be an entertaining kids movie. So I'm not just going to like stay here and like overanalyze it too much. Like maybe when I rewatch it later, then I could like start to think about Yeah, I just want to see like the deeper meanings. Like yeah. <coughs> these rhinoceroses with the like <laughs> with metal like armor vibranium. on them. Yeah, yeah. vibrating. Of course it's vibrating armor. Yeah, yeah. rhinos. Yeah. See, I didn't like that part. That felt very Lord of the Rings to me. You didn't like that? You didn't no, like the rhinos? It felt too Lord of the Rings to me. When they brought in the elephants, that was, the for me, the worst. Of, and I know, Nick, you're not a Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah, I just haven't seen it. Yeah, you haven't seen it. You've, you've seen them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that, like, that... It did was, feel like that a little it, bit. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. I don't think that was totally necessary, but I'm sure kids probably love that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you got to remember the audience. And rhinos so. are a badass, like animal that aren't yeah. used that much in movies yeah but these like they were huge yeah, and they were very well trained and vibranium armor vibranium armor probably feeding those bad boys right. vibranium probably <laughs> who knows what you could do with vibranium so i thought so for my limited knowledge of superheroes i thought that the only vibranium vibrate am i saying vibranium. that right? vibranium mm-hmm. i thought the only vibranium was in captain america's shield I thought that was all the vibranium on Earth they like put into that shield. Is that even vibranium? Yeah, vibranium. Vibranium? I know that is. And okay. then, oh, and then I guess doesn't uh, Wolverine have it in his claws? That's too? adamantium. That's adamantium. Yeah. So that's a different thing. Yeah. So I thought the only vibranium was in Captain America's shield. I don't know. But that. they're sitting on a stockpile of it. Oh, they got tons. A whole of mountain it. of it. Yeah, they've they been tiny. mining it for thousands of years. Yeah, their technology is based around it. Like yeah. they have all the sickest technology because of vibranium. Yeah sick like yeah. that armor that just super thin and like she's made... driving the car i just that car scene was actually really sick which scene yeah uh, i wanted to talk about the car scenes let's get into it uh yeah well there there's like two different chases going on at the same time mm-hmm. and she's driving one from the uh like the lair oh her yeah tech like lair. VR in it yeah exactly yeah. yeah that was cool that was so cool yeah those were great those t- and when Andy Circus and his crew gets in those like blacked out Toyota Forerunners, I was yeah. like, "Oh, I want a Forerunner." <laughs> so like the product placement in this movie was like seamless because they had it, they had the product placement for, for the cars for Toyota and for Lexus, yeah. and they made those cars look really they're really cool. Yeah, that's what they're driving Forerunners. Yeah, yeah, they look pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I like when he just pulls up and he's just slapping bass. And then he like goes inside and he's like, oh, when's the mixtape coming out? He's like, oh, I got the SoundCloud link. Can you give him the SoundCloud? <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, he's like, I don't actually want to hear your music. Yeah, like he's making a joke. That casino, casino's great too. Uh, I don't know, that whole thing. Yeah, that was pretty, yeah. that place was cool. He yeah. just like talked to the fish lady. 
and go <laughs> exactly. behind the curtain and it's like, whoa, this place is super nice. What about uh, Martin Freeman in this movie? Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was an odd choice. I'm just going to say it. Did you? Yeah, because they cast they cast a Brit as an American. Well, have you seen him in the other Avengers? No, no I like him a lot. I really, I, I mean, I'm a big Sherlock fan. Yeah. He plays Dr. John Watson in the, in the new Sherlock's. Yeah. But I just thought it was a really weird choice to cast him as an American because he's got like a forced American accent when there are so many American actors. Like <laughs> that's, that's, There's plenty of American <laughs> actors. Yeah. Jeremy Renner in there. Nobody well, he's already got a, yeah, a role in Avengers, though. Yeah, whatever. I feel like they could have picked but there's probably, any American actor. Yeah, there's actor. thousands of more yeah. American actors that could have gone with. I, felt I agree. Weird. It felt a little bit uh, like he was making fun of America, too, which is fine. I'm not against that. You can make fun of America, but just be respectful. Sure. Every it is annoying, though. A little more annoying when a British person does it. For some reason, <laughs> British people doing American accents, I'm sure it's probably the same for like a British person. I know, hey, we got British listeners. Guys, does it annoy you when Americans do British No, I don't accents? care about the accent, it, but I I'm talking about would. British people making fun of America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that bothers well, We've got that kind of, uh, you know, we... We, we left and then we beat you in a war and you want to call us the colonies but you know we're America and we're better sure yeah sure <laughs> so there will always be that rivalry and that's yeah. fine it's just it's weird to hear someone fake an American accent okay that's a strange that's a strange thing for me but it's fine small thing a small thing yeah Andy Circus. how badass was Andy Circus in this movie really good I didn't know he looked like a Super villain. Yeah. I always thought he looked like uh, Gollum. Yeah. <clears throat> or some other... Or Seabiscuit. Uh, yeah. Or whoever else he played. The gorilla. I just assumed because yeah. he's like a voice actor. Caesar. Caesar, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was like a voice actor, so he's just like some super ugly, nerdy looking dude that just has to like be behind a microphone. He can't act, you know? Like, no, he, but he does like the the green screen like yeah, but with like the that's bubbles not on him. with the ping pong balls and stuff yeah, yeah he does the, the, all those it. character movies yeah, yeah that's that's what he does I know but like it's not his, they like replace his face like I, that's not his face yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's always what was he what movies has he done other than uh, Lord of the Rings uh, well he did he's see. in Planet of the Apes oh Planet of the Apes that's right Snoke in Star Wars yeah Supreme Leader Snoke um, a couple other things. I don't know. Yeah, nothing too standoutish here on his IMDb, but a ton of stuff. The guy's always working. He's you know, wild. always doing stuff like that. And he's kind of the king of that, you know, make a puppet character out of me and, yeah. I'll, and I'll be the guy behind the scenes with the, and the voice and stuff. So I looked up uh, Brian Coogler. Well, because obviously this is three for three with the Coogler... Uh, Michael B. Jordan yeah. uh, combo. Your theory still holds. It still holds. So I looked it up to see if we get, we're getting any more. And there's definitely one on IMDb that's in development. I saw another, a fourth one? Another, yeah, another Coogler Michael B. Jordan movie. Yeah, that's awesome. It's about like a math teacher that... Actually, I have it up right here. A math teacher in Atlanta is scandalized when he looks to get funding for his school by altering his students' test scores. Ooh. Scandalous. Yeah. yeah. So that, one's, that one should be good. Definitely. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, we obviously first saw him come onto the scene of Friday Night Lights. Yeah, was... they didn't mention his uh, his tenure at East Dillon High in this <laughs> yeah, movie at all. They didn't mention it once. <laughs> Vince Howard, aka Booby Miles. What? No. No, Booby Miles was the the character in the book that they based. Yeah, Vince Howard. Or that could be like Smash. 
I was I will, that's what I always thought. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. I always, just, I always thought Smash and Bowie Miles were uh oh, maybe supposed to be a similar character. Could be wrong. Yeah. Alright. But yeah, Vince in the Fahrenheit Lights. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he wearing that chain and ring in in uh, Fahrenheit Lights? Yeah, I think he was. For sure. Foreshadowing this movie. Exactly. To come several years later. <laughs> like, 11 years later or something. Yeah, but when they're mentioning, like, he goes, he graduated uh, college, went to MIT, graduated there. They didn't, never once mentioned high school at East, East Dillon. Yeah, they didn't mention he was a football star, nothing about that. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, what about uh, the guy from Get Out, Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya? Kaluga. Kaluuya. Yeah, he was good. He didn't like have that big of a role, but like, it was he good. He turns on. Uh, yeah, he played it well. I mean, he was like a he was like a strong character. <clears throat> huh? He was a strong character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he was. You just made this face after right. for the podcast listeners. Michael made a face. I didn't so make I was a confused. face. He's he's Lord of the Rhinoceros. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was the rhinoceros. Yeah, his guy. his dad got killed by uh, Andy Circus, and he just wanted someone to revenge him. What surprised me was how quickly he turned on uh, on his bud. I know that's what I was gonna, yeah. wanted to bring up. Real fair weather bud there. Yeah, he turned his back quick. What's uh... T'Challa? T'Challa? No, what's uh... Killmonger shows up. Yeah, Killmonger shows up and T'Challa's out the window. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, you killed this guy? That's all That's all I wanted. He wanted to just revenge his dad. I'm wondering why he He's like, the challenge isn't over. Yeah. But then he's like, yeah, it's over. It's over. But he yeah, could have gone, gone out. He could have gone out and got him himself, too. Yeah. You know? He had the... So... Yeah, what, was there like a slight where he you think he might go challenge him that first time? Yeah, it kind of seemed like that. Yeah. I mean, if anyone was going to do it, yeah. I, you know, you thought maybe it was going to be him. And when they'd show him, he was just kind of like not even that pumped like to be watching. Like everyone else was like super into it and he was just like, oh, whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. And he's like, I'll throw the X up, but... Yeah. <laughs> X, but whatever. X, whatever. Um, I really liked uh, Lupita mm-hmm. Ngoya. Yeah. And Denise Guerrera. I think it's Kurt and Nyong'o. Yeah. Nyong'o. I think you're right. And Danai Guerrera, Okoye. Her character was Okoye. They were just like badass chicks. Like, those are like some strong female oh, yeah. well, characters. When they go, when they go to uh, the casino, those are his, like his bodyguards, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were good to go. All this. It, huge... it was cool that, like, the. the the guard, like the king's guard, were all female. Yeah, and they were all super bad. They were like the, they were almost like Amazons. Yeah, you know, it yeah. reminded me of the Wonder Woman. Well, and they had those know, super sick spears that like they could just make invisible. Sometimes. Yeah, the vibranium spears that they just hide wherever. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. They're right. talking about how guns are so primitive. Yeah, because they're just rocking these like vibranium vibranium weapons that are ridiculous. Yeah. When she threw the spear through the car, she threw it through the car, through the forerunner, and, it and went then it all the way through. The car. It's, yeah, it's stuck <laughs> yeah. in the ground, and the car just smashes into it. That was awesome. And yeah. she was also going like forward super fast. Like, how hard did she need to throw it to do that? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Well, she he, they said she was the best warrior they had. She yeah. was the general. And so it seemed like it. Yeah. And what was her relationship to uh, um, to the guy we were just talking about? Oh, they were like Kabi. They were lovers. They were in love. Yeah, they were. Lo- were they were they married? Just lovers? No, they just loved each. They other. They just loved each other. Okay. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know the marriage laws of Wakanda, Wakanda but, but yeah, neither do I. I'd say they were just lovers. I was trying to figure out how. how Is there some common law going on here? One was a liberal, <laughs> one was a conservative, though. Yeah. So when it like, came down to that they shit. They clashed politically. Yeah, they really clashed. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was, she, she was just loyal to the throne. Yeah, you know? exactly. She was a real... She uh, said that. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't going to let anything get in the way of the throne, or threaten the throne, really. Yeah, and... Even when Killmonger took the throne. I hope Killmonger is somehow still alive. Yeah, did he... Did he definitely well, die? He just like slumped over, right? Yeah, and they were talking about they were just, no, but they the guy got shot in the spine. He was healthy well, he, after he a day. He said he could save him, but that was that whole conversation at the end where he said he'd rather he knew if he lived, then they were basically gonna throw him in jail for yeah. overthrowing. Which is which is weird to me because they have the society where you're allowed to challenge for the throne. Yeah, he why did couldn't it they just be one. friends? Why couldn't there just be two Black Panthers? Yeah, that'd be badass. Yeah. That would be a double Panther movie. Even if it didn't make sense, I just want it to happen just because I want some... Michael B. Jordan to be yeah, in it. Exactly. Movie. I just want more Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Get him in the Avengers movies. Um, their suits were just so sick. Yeah. Just like a necklace. I mean, yeah. I, the one that was another like I like that. You're right. The suit was like the necklace is sick, and it was like on the album cover for the Black Panther. Yeah. It's just that necklace. So I was curious what that symbol was. Yeah. Um, I wish he had like one more like power though, like like one more little trick, like he does pretty much have that like. He just has like claws and absorbs. Yeah, but he's also got like super strength, like naturally without the suit. Yeah, so I mean the suit suit makes him bulletproof. The suit collects the energy and then he can use it again. Maybe I'm being picky, but I can use just like one more. Like what? What would you give him? Like bring it up. uh, What would you give him? Like a supersonic growl. Why not? A growl. A growl. Because he's a panther. Yeah, he's a panther. Wow. How about some? Well, I mean, kind of had... I mean, the suit was like a supersonic. That would have like the same trick. Sure. Yeah. I think that's maybe I'm a little redundant. I'm probably just being picky. Yeah. But it, it looked cool, though. It was yeah, like... Was there cool was scene. one scene where I couldn't even see him that well, but I'm sure like that was kind of the point. Oh, yeah. Like the very first fighting scene. The first one when he goes down that... And the, in the jungle. Jungle. cars in the jungle, yeah. I could not really see. I think it. that was the point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, good stuff though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's cool. It's like a brand new superhero to me because I didn't I never read like I said, never read these comics. I don't think they've ever made a Black Panther movie before. No, he's just been in the Avenger or the uh, Civil War, right? Yeah, right. So we saw a little bit of him there. I'm glad they showed up. So you knew he was badass? No, I just completely forgot about, like, what had happened, like, about his dad dying. Uh, I was like, wait, how did he already have, like, how did he get the powers originally? Yeah, and now it makes more sense, that terrorist attack in that movie, why they did it. Because at the time, it seemed like, oh, they're just killing, like, a random president from Africa. Yeah. But now you they're realize no, they're, this, yeah, they're assassinating a superhero because yeah. he was the Black Panther at the time. Exactly. Yeah. So actually, yeah, that I thought that was a really good yeah. link between the between the two movies. Yeah, they do a good job with that. Yeah. 
Um, did you guys both listen to the soundtrack before? Yes, absolutely. Um, I was hoping there'd be like more of it in the movie. So that's what I was thinking time. about. Like, I was thinking of like straight out of Compton because it was kind of like that's the last time where I like listened to an album and it was like really good and was linked to a good movie like that. Yeah. And I felt like in the movie they almost like forced a couple songs into it because they just want like they had that doc- in, like in they Black had Panther? no in uh, Straight Out of Compton. Uh, yeah. There was a couple like. Dr. Dre songs that didn't really like match with the scene as well and they just like kind of threw them in there because it's like they have Dr. Dre songs right because Dr. Dre finally made a new album yeah so I was kind of worried that they were going to actually overuse like for the same reason like they have Kendrick but like it seems like they almost made that album and like I want to know the timing of the two because like listening to the album and watching the movie like they have like sounds like that they both use like the Afri- like that African like pipe sound. Yeah, it seems like they maybe just saw the movie and then made the album. Yeah, I don't or like they did part of it and just I don't know, like they did certain songs before and then some songs after. Like some songs don't actually like match up with the movie and then some are like directly yeah, about some of the, the movie. Right. Yeah. Some of the songs don't fit the theme of the movie. So it kinda makes sense that they weren't in the movie. Yeah. You know? They're more like just Kendrick songs. But at the end, they played a song during the credits. Yeah. And that song was sick. The SZA song. Right. Yeah. And, and that song doesn't really match the theme of the movie, I didn't think. It's just more like a great Kendrick song. Yeah, that's true. Because right? there were a couple where he actually talks about the characters. I also so. can't understand a lot of the lyrics in that song. I would just like make up the words. Okay. <laughs> but it's a good like melody and... Okay. Good song. I was listening to the lyrics. I couldn't tell you about the But <laughs> yeah. when, I, when it was going through, I was like, oh, he's talking about... It's not... No, part of it, he was almost like telling the story of how he just got the this it felt like he just won a grammy and then people were trying to congratulate him and get invited to his party and stuff like that and he's just like who are you you were you know you were never congratulating me before what you think you're something special and and now you want to be invited what i have to invite you to stroke your ego and and that's what the song sounded like and i was like this song sounds like a kendrick song not like a black panther song yeah but it was really sick trying to find a connection to it but okay yeah not really it's like the killmonger is uh kendrick win the grammy but Sure. <laughs> no, I, I, can't, I can't find it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why there was like a super sick uh, Bay Area rap song, mm-hmm. but then like their show Oakland, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. sick. Yeah, they were playing <laughs> too short when they were doing the Oakland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I thought like, see, like I thought maybe like you were saying maybe they put that song in, but like watching it, I was like, yeah, I guess it would kind of maybe not match up because it's like nineteen ninety two. Exactly. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Like right. he probably wanted to. Yeah, but that's why they throw the t-shirt. It like, would be corny yeah. if they played that song. Oh, it's them. better to play the t-shirt. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then the kid's like, "Oh, Tim Hardaway." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. He, so isn't Ryan Coogler from Oakland? Uh, I think so. So like, because Fruitvale Station, yeah, he's from Oakland. Like. In Fruitvale Station, he has just like classic like Bay songs, yeah. like slapping and Oscar. Dude, Grant Cooler is a shit. I just like how he uses like eight oh eight drums and hi hats and snares, like in hip hop sounds, like classic hip hop sounds, and he translates it into like the movie score too. Yeah, like some of those like songs that they're playing with like uh, orchestra, like violins. 
and then like hard ass eight oh eights and like snares what during a... Black Panther. Yeah, were sick. Oh, like, it was very sick. Like that's gonna inspire like producers and rappers. Yeah. and like to make other a lot sound. of those like kind of war sounding drums. Yeah, it's like were very cool. Um, I want to say something about one of like isn't a. You know the scene in Creed where uh, he's running down the street and all the motorcycles? Yeah. Isn't that a Meek Mill song? Yeah, Is he from Philadelphia? He's from Philadelphia. Yeah, okay. Like, he gets <laughs> it. So, like, you can... That's the thing. Like, there's been hip-hop sounds in, like, movies, but Ryan Coogler gets it, and he, he doesn't make it corny. Because like, he, here's the thing about Ryan Coogler. He was born in 86. Exactly. He's, like, our peer. That's true. Yeah, so, sure. You know what I mean? So he definitely knows all the same music. He's got his ear to the street, if you will, within these different areas. So when he, yeah. when he does a movie... Oakland. Right, yeah, especially because he's from Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's been some sick gangster movies with, like, good... Ra- like, the movie Colors, mm-hmm. and, like, Ice-T has that movie. like, Colors. <laughs> like, there's some good, like, old 80s and 90s gangster rap movies. But, like, ever since then, it's been just, like, straight out of Compton was good. Yeah, and that was um, a whole original soundtrack. But, like, I feel like Ryan Coogler is going to, like, help to get more hip-hop sounds in, like, yeah, what in did general. I, where did I say that uh, school he's teaching in? Hmm? The next movie they're making? Atlanta? Yeah. So will have some... Uh, oh, definitely. Some oh, yeah. And exactly. <laughs> some ludicrous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some serious bass. It just, just depends what year it's based in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's got some a lot of good stuff to choose from there, though. Yeah, great music. Yeah, great give songs. me more Cougar. Oh, some Childish Gambino, probably. So I was expecting. Sure. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> I was so. Little <laughs> Saha. Yeah. I was expecting all the good sounds and music. But what I really liked too were a lot of the costumes. Yeah, I was gonna. And like the sets too, like every like scene was very detailed. Yeah, I really liked all the costumes though. And it brought that African flavor everywhere, even like in uh, what in what was her name's lab. Who's that? The sister's lab. Oh yeah. Your character name. Anyway, in the sister's lab, it was the, the parts that weren't... Shuri. Shuri, yeah. So the, so the parts that weren't, you know, screens and stuff like that and showing... It was all painted and like yeah. African motif. It was hella sick. It was cool. Yeah, it was very cool. It like, wasn't very, just like a corny, like... <laughs> no. And all wow. the like the fashion, all the costumes that everyone was wearing, even when they showed the different tribes during, yeah. when they were doing the challenge yeah. and all that, everyone was like, had a distinctive style of dress. Like crazy tribes with a like plate in their lip. Yeah, it was <laughs> wild. And, that, and because they had all that technology, those were like changing color and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. They're almost like computer chips instead of yeah. what I, I don't know whatever they would be in real life. Like I don't really notice stuff like costumes that much, but like other than like Phantom Thread, this was the one where I was just like, whoa, these are like it legit. Stands out really well. Yeah, yeah, very well done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I don't normally notice like either. I would yeah. say like if if I would say if I don't notice it, that means they did a good job. You know, you yeah. you kind of notice if stuff seems out of place. Yeah, but this it's like. They went above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they could have kind of just done like some African stuff, but they really did like very detailed stuff. No, it was like, what if, what if there was this futuristic society in Africa and they took some African styles and like made it super modern and futuristic? Yeah. Yeah. The adamantium, or not, the vibranium was in 
in their clothes, stitched in their clothes. Yeah. They said, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they had this super strong metal just in all their clothes. Yeah, which is wild. I want to know all the uses for for vibranium now. Yeah, yeah. Because they seem to be able to do everything with it. Yeah. I looked it up, and Captain America's shield is adamantium and vibranium compound. Oh, whoa. Yeah, so that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. That I don't know where the fuck he got that thing. Yeah. He got like World War Two or well, something. That's the thing, he's had that for a long time. Yeah. Maybe they're, they'll bring it all full circle. Because yeah. I assume it came from that same mine, wouldn't you think? They, it already might be answered. I just wasn't paying attention. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure somebody knows it. If uh, if you know, you can write to us at mmmmpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at mmmmpod. We'd love to know. We really would. By the way, I'd say uh, Captain America Winter Soldier was probably my favorite Marvel movie. Marvel movie, and I this might have replaced it. Yeah, his favorite Marvel movie. Better yeah. than Guardians of the Galaxy. I, think I mean, I like Guardians of the Galaxy, of the but Galaxy I'm not movie. as into it as everyone. Okay. I just can't get into it that much. Better than Ant Man. Ant Man's the funniest. Yeah, yeah. That's the funniest. Yeah. But this, like, overall, like, the combination of it, like, entertaining and actually having like a deep, like, good deep meaning. <laughs> yeah. So it's your favorite Marvel movie now. Yeah. Where's the rank on your Coogler, uh movie list? It's number two. I think Fruitvale Station is still number one. Wow, that's fair. Fruitvale Station fucked me up, dude. Like, this movie didn't fuck me up. This was like kind of a nice message of just like humanity and like what's right is right. And like some of the political stuff was not as bad as I thought it would be. It's just like kind of common sense. Well, it brought up the question. It's like if you have the power, should you help people or should you be fiercely nationalistic and just close yourself off to the rest of the world until it goes to shit? Yeah. You know? Which is a great theme to do. Like little kids aren't gonna pick up on that. But. No, but it's yeah. It makes you. It makes you think. Yeah. You, an adult couldn't sit through this movie and not think about that. Yeah, you'd have to be a big idiot to just be like, oh, oh, pretty colors. Yeah, rhinos. <laughs> and then like when like constantly like when at the end when they were fighting each other, mm-hmm. and then it's almost like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Is that like black on black crime possibly? Like And when they were when they were fighting each other too, it didn't feel like they were really fighting each other. It yeah. didn't feel like a war. It felt more like territorial. Yeah. And it, you could almost see all those people getting together afterwards and sitting down for a meal together. Because the yeah. fight because the fight was just sure. because they're tribal, but not yeah, because two of them were lovers. They hate each other. Know? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely sitting down soon for Vale. Yeah, he better take her out after after that. Yeah. After trying to attack her with her it, own rhino or his rhino. His rhino. Her. Yeah. It's like a pet to her. Yeah. So yeah, like it was it was fun and smart and fun like a entertaining movie, but like Great it had villain. some depth. Yeah, the villains, that's what really Michael B. Jordan and Andy Circus too. Yeah, two great villains. And when and when Michael B. Jordan killed Andy Circus that was great. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh no, the main villain's gone. I was like, we got a better villain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like trading up, you know? That was in the cool. movie. Yeah, it was super He just shoots, cool. like, Andy Circus implies that there's like a Bonnie and Clyde thing between him, like, uh, oh yeah, Killmonger and 
the the girl, his yeah. girlfriend. But then he just like immediately kills the girlfriend. No, no hesitation. No hesitation. Probably added a new uh, scar to his body after that too. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. Andy too. Yeah. yeah. I hope he wasn't. Oh, he'll kill. He was King Killmonger. He was yeah. ruthless, man. I hope he wasn't a little premature with the uh, scar for T'Challa. Which uh, one? When I he threw uh, T'Challa off the... I think the... T'Challa gave him a scar, didn't he? Maybe. With the spear. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. When he put a spear inside of him. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very Adamantium. True. Spear inside of him. Yeah. No, vibranium. Vibranium. I keep saying adamantium. Yeah. These goddamn metals. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a... Uh... I need a periodic table in front of me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Marvel periodic too. <laughs> it would be helpful. Yeah. Cool. You guys want to get into anything else about the movie or you want to move on to another section? So we got a little bit more uh, to do this week. What was my final number? Uh, it was, was a seven and a half, I believe. I think it was. Is that accurate? I yeah. was at a seven. You were also at a seven and a half? Yeah. Gave it a seven and a half. So there you have it. I mean, I think we'll all be seeing this movie again Definitely. at some point. Yeah. 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 I think it might even. I think I my go, number might go up. Yeah, I might yeah. go back. Uh, use my movie pass this time. Okay. The next time. Yeah. Yeah, we had to order. Superhero movies are always in the week before. They're always in theaters for a while. Yeah, definitely. This one especially, Big I money makers. This one was so. It's making money. Anticipated. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I I couldn't believe that shows were sold out. Um, friend of the podcast, Yukaya and his wife. Abby tried to go see this movie yesterday with yeah. their movie passes and it was sold out. Really? Yeah. In Oakland. But they tried to see it in Oakland. So. Yeah, Oakland's in the movie. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's in the movie. And they're like a pretty, like everyone in Oakland is listening to that Paramount yeah. song. And I wasn't expecting that. Like the Black Panthers, the actual real life Black Panthers started in Oakland. So that made sense that they Oh, were, really? Yeah. yeah. So that would make sense that they were in Oakland for the movie. See, Coogler, he knows his shit. See, he knows his shit. And I thought it was super, because I didn't know that they were going to do anything in Oakland in the movie. And they did. I was like, oh. And then they Oakland. set it up so that Oakland's going to be like yeah. in future movies too. Like he's built, he bought all those buildings. Yeah. So more Oakland. Great. Yeah. He flies right. a spaceship right into Oakland. That, that kid's like, oh, Bugatti spaceship. <laughs> yeah, his sister's like, oh, you take me to California? But I thought we were going to Coachella. Yeah. Yeah. Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, I d- okay. I almost took off half a point for the what are those joke. Oh, the sandals? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, at that point, too, I didn't like think of like them being like in modern culture, too. Yeah. Like, I forgot that it was like modern times. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what are those? I was like, oh no. <laughs> but other people laughed, so that's okay. People laughed. Was it for me? The theater laughed a few times when we did not. During well, the that's video, what happens so. when it's a full house. There, right? were some, yeah. there were some corny jokes in the, in the movie. Yeah, the corny jokes in the Forest Whitaker for me definitely make this a seven. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I took the point off for. Plus, there was just like... It was the Whitaker. I didn't like the fight scenes in this movie very much. I liked the car chase scenes and those fight scenes and the fight scene at the um, casino. I really liked those. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it was just the two Black Panthers going after each other, sure. I, didn't like, I was kind of bored by those. I didn't think they were great. Yeah, maybe the battle at the end was cool. And yeah. I liked when... Um... See, the battle at the end felt too Lord of the Rings for me. 
for whatever reason, I wasn't I wasn't that into it. The only things I specifically liked about them were like when he fell into the uh, waterfall, like mm-hmm. when he's falling down the waterfall. I'm pretty sure it was like CGI, but it just like yeah. looked really cool when he yeah. fell into the water. And the challenge fights were were better. Uh, yeah. I think it was more just the superhero fights that I didn't like that much. Sure. Yeah. Just the one at the end is what you're really saying. Really just the one at the end, I think. Okay. Yeah. For whatever reason. It just wasn't that exciting. It was kind of them talking to each other across the train a lot. A lot going on at the same time, too. That Yeah, they did come yeah. back and forth a lot, yeah. which made it tough to follow a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, because it was like, oh, their suit's off, and now it's on, and now it's off, and now it's on, and then you can stab them, now you can't stab them, now you can stab them. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone gets stabbed. And it's like, oh, that was the big payoff. He got stabbed. Yeah. All right. Okay. Not one person got hit by that train. Yeah. Plus, they were stabbing at each other when they weren't wearing their superhero costumes earlier. Yeah. And they were stabbing each other a lot, and it didn't kill anyone. So. Meh. Meh. We'll see. Yeah. 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 All right, fellas. What next? What else? What else? What else? What's on the schedule? Uh, I believe we have a mailbag oh. this week. So we had a long-time muncher and friend of the podcast and two-time uh, two-time guest on the podcast, Mickey Rhodes, um, had a few ideas for Oscar categories that we should be looking into. Oh, I'm interested. On this week's mailbag segment. Oh. So Mickey says he was thinking of a category for uh, the Munchie Awards for the worst Favorite movie. So our worst, our favorite bad movie of the year. Okay. So there's uh, something to think about. You okay. know, something that was bad, but you liked it. Yeah. You know, definitely like a guilty pleasure kind of category. Yeah, sure. me too. Um, and best actor and actress in a terrible film. So we could, we could take this to uh, do a couple Oscar categories, but for bad films. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, this film was bad, but this person really shined in it. Okay. And this movie was bad, but we, we kind of liked it. Yeah, we kind of liked it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. So, um, Munchers, we're looking for ideas. We're doing the, the podcast. I think we're releasing the podcast somewhere around March 3rd. I think that's Saturday, March 3rd, the, the day before the Oscars. day before the Oscars. So save up your paychecks because you're going to want to play some bets in Vegas. And uh, write, write to us and tell us which categories you want to hear from us. Yeah, we're going to have all, t- all types of... Uh, Different uh, segments in that episode. Absolutely. I'm afraid it's going to be like two hours long. Yeah, I'm excited that it's going to be f- two to four hours long. As a fan of the show, I As the Oscars. Yeah. As a fan of the show, I want it to be two hours long. Personally. We're going to make it so you can put the, you can turn on the Oscars, mute it on your television, and just play the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and watch us through the whole thing. We'll do the red carpet. No, we won't. I'm just kidding. Yeah. We'll do it, but we're not going to broadcast it. Yeah, we'll do that on our own. Yeah. Our own time. <laughs> yeah. No time for that. If we had a radio show, sure. But just podcast. So, yeah, exciting. Oscar categories. I still have five movies left to see. Uh, making good progress. Making progress. I got two. Nick's got two. Head of the curve. Real uh, A student I, over I here. I told you I was. He did. Alex, how are you on, on Oscar movies? Uh, I've seen a good amount, but... I'd have to go do some serious work. I mean, I just got a movie pass, so I could yeah. knock down a couple. Sure. But, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good, though. I'm, yeah. I got Monday off, so 
Okay. Let's go watch a movie. Let's today is Monday. Today is Monday. I got today off. <laughs> Guys, I'm not even working today, Munchers. You don't even know. All right. Well, after this. Off. Maxing and relaxing. Lamping. Lamping. Uh, are we ready for next week? A dig DI on. Predictions. Yeah, what do we see next week? I don't even know. Uh, next week, I go see Annihilation. Ooh. Oh, is it Annihilation week already? Yeah, it is. Did you finish what? the book? Did you start the book? Have you read the book? Um, There's a book. No. No, but you have the book. I have the book. He has the book. Nick has the book. Um, we got a guest next week again. But uh, Natalie Portman, Oscar Isaac. Natalie Portman's going to be here next week? Yeah, that's our guest. And Oscar Isaac? Oh, oh shit. We got them both. That'll be a hell of a cast, Jeez. let me tell you. No, it's great though. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the movie, Annihilation. Yeah. What are you uh, ranking it? It looks cool. It looks cool. It's definitely weird. It's, it's the same weird. Same writer and director as Ex Machina. Machina. So, I mean, what a, what an incredible concept, huh? What Ex a Machina? Bubble? That stuff is just evolving in the bubble, turning animals into plants. And, and species are crossbreeding. Plants into animals. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a, it's like uh, some crazy game, you know. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? Well, I'm nervous because I might be scared during the movie. <laughs> um, I think it's gonna be good. I like Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I do too. But I've heard good things about the book, but I like I haven't read it. I mean, all I will all I'll say is those flowery antelopes that they show are a little corny yeah but they're then, then the shark alligator is pretty scary but did you see how there's like two of them and then they move like in unison yeah that's yeah. pretty cool that's pretty cool but a little corny how do you know they're not like poisonous or something they might be poisonous <laughs> i don't i don't know anything about this oh actually there's one corny part in the uh in the trailer yeah. i forget what what she says major uh, corny line you're right but she's like I can't I don't remember what it was but which part is it huh was it when she's in bed no she's like I can't not go or something like that I don't know <laughs> I don't remember what it is okay. but there's oh, such a corny line that makes me like my, nothing comes back alive we've sent drones in we've sent people in nothing yeah. comes back alive she's like something came back <laughs> something came back she does that. Yeah, it's she like does her do boyfriend that. sitting in the hospital bed. Some cliche. That was, that was corny. Yeah. I can't go there. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> every time that she does it, I, I just laugh to myself. Yeah, so your, your corn radar is going off a little bit? Yeah, and yeah. for that reason alone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict a six and a half. Uh, I'm going even more middle of the road. I'm going in with a five. Okay. I think I'm... It's possibly hateable, but I might really like it. Oh, wow. I don't know. It looks kind of cool. It looks. It reminds me of the board game Evolution a little bit, which I really Evolution? like. You ever play this board game Evolution? Never heard I'll of it. I'll bring it over one of these days. Okay. You build species with different attributes. Sure. And they got to survive. They got to eat. They got to fight. So I, I don't know. It's an interesting concept. A bubble that just makes DNA just meld all together and mesh all together and... Create craziness. Yeah. We'll see. I think from watching the trailer over and over, they're like trying to throw you off. Yeah. 
Yeah, like they're trying to make you think like you know what this movie's about. Going it's not it. destroyed. It's making something new. Yeah, but I feel like it's going to be crazy, actually. It's going to be like at the end, you're like, oh shit, what? Yeah. That's like, what I'm hoping. Like how crazy? Like the original Jurassic Park crazy? Like alien crazy? Like alien crazy? I'm trying to think of a good movie. See, I can't think of a good comparison, but okay. you know what I'm talking about. Where yeah. I feel like the trailer, it's been the same one every time. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if it's going to be more like psychological thriller or more action movie. Because I think if it's more psychological thriller, I'm going to like it more. Sure. Where they're trying to figure out what is this thing and what is its purpose. Yeah. I think that's... Which it seems like it's going towards that direction. But if it's going to be more jump scare, corny, there's an alligator shark behind you action movie, I think I'm going to like it less. So that's why I'm right, that's why I'm right in the middle of the road. Okay, that's fair. I feel like Oscar Isaac might die too early, though. Might not get enough Oscar Isaac, is yeah. what you're saying. The old Suburbicon problem. Yeah. yeah. That was a problem. Major problem. Yeah. Is Matt Damon in this movie? Does no. he play an alligator shark or an antelope with leafy antlers? No. No? Does not. No, Matt Damon. I nominate Oscar Isaac for best character in a oh, terrible movie. That's really good. Yeah. God, that's really good. Category, put it at it. Okay. Yeah. But it might not even be worth doing it because who the hell is going to beat that? Well, yeah. <laughs> you might have just won that right there. But we still need a best actress. You're right. You're so, very right. Yeah. You might think of something better. Yeah. And plus, that would be best supporting actor sure. in a bad movie. <laughs> which, is a, which is a category now. Definitely a category. Oh, man. So you're going five. How else you got a number? I'm going to give it a six and a half. Oh, so you're on uh, Nicholas's yeah. page here. Is that what you gave it? Yeah, we've yeah. been on the same numbers the whole I'm going to give it a... Well, you don't have to change it. No, I do. <laughs> I do have to change it. And I'm going to change it to a seven and a half. Full point. Full more. point jump. Like I just said, I think it's going to just... Because yeah. I forgot the point I just made that it's going to just... Shock you at the end. Okay. And I'm hearing mass. I've heard the word masterpiece. Like the bubble was her the whole time. Like the bubble. <laughs> like those represented were just the, the government. No. no, that's gonna be. Sure. I don't think it's gonna be very political either. It's gonna be like more just sci-fi. I don't right? need a political movie. Yeah. Better we, not be. We go to the movies to not think about politics. We go to the movies to think about politics. Unless we're watching The Post. See, Black Panther was good because you didn't have to think about politics. You could just watch an action movie. But Black Panther wasn't about politics. Black Panther was about humanity. Yeah, which you're is right. Different, which is totally different. You're it's right. much bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, the way, they didn't force it down your throat at all yeah. in any way. They just presented it as, here's one scenario, here's another scenario. Hey, which one's better? We'll leave it up to you, the audience, yeah. to decide. That's true. And we'll leave it up to you, the munchers, to tune in next week <laughs> to see whether we like Annihilation or not. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for it. Um, thank you, Alex, for coming this week. Thanks thank for joining us, Black Panther. Um, next week, we'll, we got Annihilation, and I, for one, am excited. I, so, for two, am middle of the road. So tune in next week. I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. Thanks for munching. Bye.